Welcome to C-Suite Radio. It's time for another edition of The Brett Allen Show. It's go time, you and me! Join us weekly for the latest pop culture interviews from your favorite TV shows, movies, comedians, and so much more. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you, it felt good. Plus, you never know who will drop by. What happened here was a miracle. Now, here is your host. I said throw down, boy. Welcome to the night's main event. Brett Allen. How are you? Good. How are you, Marsha? It's a pleasure to meet you. Such an honor. Likewise. Thank you. Well, are we ready? It's such a coincidence that you happen to have the same name as your show. Yeah. How ironic is that? I mean, how do you do that? How do you come up with that? I know. It's pretty intuitive, (laughs) right? I mean, that's showbiz. (laughs) Um, Well, thank you so much for your time. I'm so excited to chat with you. When I saw you uh, show up in the season one cliffhanger Man, my heart was just filled with joy to see Roz back again in this great series. First of all, thank you for your time and congratulations on this. This is big. I appreciate it. And thank you. You're correct. It is big. <laughs> it's, it's huge. I yeah. hope it gets bigger. I know. This is massive. I mean, we've watched you as of recent in other projects, but to be back on this show is really a big deal. And we got just a taste uh, at the end of season one. But in season two, uh, as we are promised when the show returns, uh, we're going to get to see more of you and really expound on your return uh, yes, to this iconic series. Opening, uh, I'm, I'm nude and um, and I and uh, and oiled. I'm. It's. I can't tell you any more than that. Well, I think you've said enough. <laughs> um, so how did it feel? Was it homecoming for you to be back on this iconic show, which is really a part of pop culture history, I would say yes. for sure. Yes. Yes, it was all of that. It was all of that. You know, the familiar theme song um, kind of just takes you right back there as soon as you hear it. So uh, being back on that set and... Uh, getting to work with with John uh, and the people who uh, it's only a handful of people who came back but it was very familiar and uh, and uh, it was it was all around just a, a really positive experience for me I had yeah. no choice whatsoever you know it's not ain't my show I'm not a regular member of the cast I'm not responsible for anything here. So I'm here to have a ball. And I did. Yeah. It was funny that scene where you run into John's character towards the end there. And you have just an iconic exchange of take me back to jail. I mean, that is the humor and just the nostalgia. I think that a lot of people really appreciate. So when you made your appearance in the first part of this season one what was the response from fans from people who have just been screaming from the rooftops really uh wanting to see you come back and be a part of this you know they were uh fans of the show had been uh clamoring for me and and lobbying for me since before the show 
got picked up good. I mean, as soon as it was announced there was going to be a night, or well, you better have Rod, you better have Marta, blah, blah, blah. and I was always uh, open to uh, the suggestion, but I never really put any stock in it as far as something that would happen. But if it did, I was game for it. I just, you know, this was a new show going in another direction, and uh, congratulations and all the best. Yes. Well, I think now that you're back and we get to see you more, I think that is, I mean, the show is great, but to have when a show does, and they're calling it a new boot, which I think it's true. It's a little bit of a different vibe, but really still that same nostalgia of the night court that I grew up on watching uh, where we made appointments to watch television regularly. We set the VCR we didn't have streaming at the time, so uh, we had to show up weekly. And I think it's great that you agreed to it and the fact that you want to do it and that we get to see you again. Now, I have to ask you, originally when this show first came around, did it come about for you because you're a comedian, you're a stand-up, you were part of the comedy boom and you made your way through that world. Was this show as a result of that path that a lot of comedians took at that time where they did stand up and then they did late night and then the TV show came about? Was that the path that you sat upon or how did that work out for you originally getting this role at the beginning when it all started? Um, I got cast on night court because the first two bailiffs died. Um, they had nothing to do with me. I mean, <laughs> Uh, Flo, uh, who had replaced Selma Diamond, Flo Halep, passed away right before the hiatus was over for the uh, between the third and fourth seasons. And so they didn't have a bailiff. Um, and so uh, Reine, Ryan Holwiggy, the uh, producer, I didn't know at the time, but he knew me from Chicago. And he knew he knew of me from Chicago, and he knew who I was as a stand-up. I had no idea he knew me. I had no idea that Brandon Tartikoff, who was also uh, from Chicago and was the head of the network, knew who I was. So they called me in for a meeting. Uh, it was just with Riney. And I, I was a stand-up. I was committed to doing stand-up. So I kind of was like, yeah, okay, hey, how you doing? And he was like, hey, okay. And I had a pack of cigarettes I smoked at the time. He said, give me one of your cigarettes. I said, okay. So we sat and smoked and talked. And I went to Seattle to do uh, a stand-up gig. And when I got off the plane, they met me at the plane and said, you got it. And I said, got what? They said, call your agent. You got it. And that's when they told me I had uh gotten booked for one show on Night Court. Wow, that's such a cool story. So when you're making this, and it's one of the most popular shows on television at the time, while you're making it, did you have a sense that this would be a show that would stand on its own for eternity, basically? I mean, it's it still has legs, even going back and watching the older episodes and all of these things on NBC and Peacock, I mean, it's still very relevant for today, 100%. Well, Night Court was the stepchild of must-see must TV. You know, the assumption was that, uh, well, you put anything in that slot and uh, it's going to do well. I mean, between, uh, what was it, Cheers and, and Hill Street Blues, 
you know, they, and we didn't fit the family comedy mode from the Cosby show to the whatever, the, the tears. We were the little nuts. And so <laughs> a lot of people kind of, uh, it's very, very funny, they kind of poo-pooed the success, even though we were often the number four or five, six show. Uh, it was like, yeah, okay. Uh, so the fact that it does hold up with all of its wacky, zany, sexist, humored, sexy, just, you know, uh, not fashionable today. It <laughs> is um, a testament to the show was better than it was given credit for at the time, even though it was given a whole lot of credit at the time. Yes. Well, congratulations again, Night Court. A new boot of the beloved sitcom that ran for nine seasons from 84 to 92. Uh, we have a return Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Pacific beginning January 2nd. And we'll stream the next day on Peacock. Miss Warfield, I've been a fan. I really appreciate your time, honestly. And when this came about, I was just head over heels. So thank you for your graciousness and your time. I really do appreciate it. Well, thank you. I appreciate you and have a good holiday season. You too. Happy holidays as well. Thanks for listening and being a part of today's conversation. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider sharing it with a friend. It's absolutely free. A major proportion. The views and opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. And remember, we care. <laughs>